0: Up for points We got him We got some points He's quite amazing
1: Ask Fox what your crush boys can do for you Whoa, whoa, whoa! Both in the porn yeah, the boys. Arr. Welcome to the Haas boys podcast, where we just got two Haas's in the points. I'm Max on my left. I have Parker. What's up? On my right, I have Mike. Yeah, almost forgot your name, <laughs> Mick. You call me Mick today. Today uh, it suits it's, me. It's a great day. Um, we're a Formula One podcast, all dedicated to Haas. And Haas just got points. Yeah, all they of them. did. Mick yes. got his first points. Mm.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We called it. We called it.
1: We knew it was coming.
0: <laughs> yeah. We
2: called it by just being supportive. Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't call it an actual prediction, but, but we're really excited about like, it. This is probably the biggest moment for Haas boys all year. It is. Oh, for sure. Mick Schumacher finally getting points. Both points finishes. <laughs> yes. And Mick got points above Kevin. Yeah. In a battle with Max. Yeah. Which was killer, and we're going to come back to that.
2: But it, I mean, come, this was this was a heck of a
1: race. Yeah. I mean, Parker, where does that put Mick in the championship standing? Like, oh yeah, there let's check Chuck. that
0: out. So yeah, so let's see. So that puts him okay. So we've got Max at hundred and eighty-one points. Whoa, and Mick. after today, <laughs> that puts Mick within a hundred and. Seventy-six <laughs> points. Wow we got four chance. points. So four points for well, Mick One hundred and eighty-one for Max. So mm. we've only we're only one hundred and seventy-six points away.
1: <laughs> <Or> seven. <laughs> but geez, we're almost there. <laughs> yeah, man, that was amazing. Such a fun, oh, fun finish gosh. To that race, and
0: that's the best race by far this this season. year, oh, yeah,
2: and almost ever. Yeah. I can hardly remember a Silverstone being (laughs) that (laughs) eventful. A top five with Max (laughs) or the one with Lewis on three wheels? (laughs) But those were great races, but they they were hardly as competitive. Mm, Okay,
0: yeah. A top five of Alonzo, Leclerc, Sainz, Perez, Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) And Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry, but What's totally, the again? totally. What's that guy? Who's the one
2: that wins all what, time? That's
0: insane. And I yeah. love I love the five laps to the end or whatever. We're focusing on the top three. They're doing overtake, you know, the Ferraris overtake one another. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Alonzo and Norris show up. Right. <laughs> and it starts to become just a... Right. Players four and five have entered
1: the game. <laughs> yeah, they're in the chat. Yeah. If you have not watched a race, if you're just listening to the podcast, maybe as a new listener, um, and have not jumped into races yet, this would be a great one to go back and watch or at least watch highlights of. Look it up on YouTube and watch highlights. This was yeah. very exciting. Unbelievable. And
2: I think that something to like, let's dissect it for a moment here. Okay, yeah. We start the race and on the opening lap is... The most uh, like aggressive horrific,
0: crash, yeah, horrific crash I've of the year. seen in
2: a long time, yeah. And uh, you know, I think the last time that we had a car tumbling like that was Marcus Erickson, who won the Indy 500 this year. So it's been what
0: a tumble. five
2: years or so since we've seen somebody really go flying like that, and then to miss the barrier and go into the catch fence was just crazy. So yeah. Uh, really nuts. We're really happy to hear Alex Albon and Joe Guan Yu were both released from medical care and cleared for next weekend. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't seen the crash, we did post a reel on our Instagram that shows an angle from the crowd and also the helicopter view. So check that out. Yeah. But during the red flag, we noticed
1: something. A George getting out to go punch Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sprinting over to we jump. We know what... He we know. jumped
0: the tech pro and he was sitting there with his arm raised and he's we like, We know what George does when he gets into a crash. Yeah, he's yeah. a
2: Deck. hot-blooded British guy. That marshal was tracking him down. It's yeah. not
1: Bottas in this car? <laughs> uh, okay, Joe. You're all right. All right. You, are you good? Okay, all right.
0: It's a yeah. close one. He, yeah. has, he had his arm cocked <laughs> to just punch Bottas, but it was, was, but it was
1: Joe. He was winding it up <laughs> the whole <world. laughs> That's what they do in England. They say, I want to... <laughs> In a New York accent. New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are yeah, you order? Oh, why are yeah, you order? <laughs> I'm giving them ones and the twos. <laughs> We're going to do <laughs> Kingsbury rules.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so that
2: wasn't even the news that I was thinking. I don't know if you guys spotted this, but uh somebody got a scooter.
1: Oh, okay.
2: this was big news. This is huge, huge news. <laughs> huge, Haas
0: boys news. This is breaking news <laughs> yeah. live right uh, now. For those that didn't see <laughs> during the red flag, Lewis had some trundling around to do on the paddock. Always going does. and talking to the stewards, and we uh, as if if you rewind time, there's a long history of Lewis scooting. With nothing in his hands, being absolutely chased by his assistant Angela with everything in her hands, yes. While he goes to, uh, we don't want to say wine because be, be, because it's not it, always it's a wine. It's not polite, but he goes to speak with the stewards, right? And Angela in tow. But today. Uh, there's one clip where yeah. Lewis is com- when he returns from having his little chat, uh-huh. getting his things off his chest <laughs> with the stewards. He arrives back in the Mercedes Paddock, <laughs> stows his scooter, and guess who
1: stows her scooter right behind? I'm I'm excited. I feel like it's about time. I legit did a double take when I saw them both on a scooter. I was like, whoa. <laughs> She has moved up in the world. I will miss <laughs> watching her chase Lewis down. I, yeah, I mean, like full sprint as Lewis just is coasting. Here's yeah. here's Jeez. my like We're apart. not joking by we? the way. No, this is, this is not an exaggeration.
0: <laughs> but sprinting she, after Lewis <laughs> as he is full speed. I think one of the things that I love so much
2: about this Lewis and Angela re- like relationship is that like you don't none of us actually know anyone else's assistant. Mm.
0: <laughs> Or do they have
2: them? They do, but like nobody actually knows who anyone's like assistant is. It's it's just their relationship that's like this, which I love. Yeah. Uh, A part of me is almost curious if Angela has elected to not have a scooter for a long time because she's a fitness nut.
1: And I'm curious if like the like ah yeah I'll
2: carry the stuff and run behind you is just kind of like nah,
1: a no nah. you don't think so so <laughs> Lewis <laughs> dropped his scooter into the bay at Montreal <laughs> he made her go get it. <laughs> That's Even though he already a- bought a new one. And that's the one she's using is the old one. <laughs> it's the rusty one. And from, now Angela has now it. hired another assistant to chase behind her. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. The singularity. Yeah. And it's the page boy. Uh-huh. Okay. It's Kenneth the page. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once
0: she has enough assistants that uh, one of her assistants needs an assistant and that assistant is Lewis Hamilton, we will have reached
1: the- The life you know, cycle. Assistant singularity. <laughs> uh, we have spent so much time- Talking about this scooter compared to how big that crash was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone else is going to be talking about the crash. We're yeah. happy
2: that everyone's okay, but like, this is the
1: biggest news breaking.
0: Still got a scooter, which is just this one is... more reason that Silverstone is probably going to be the best race on the of calendar
1: now. Too, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah. Just crazy to see how far that car slid on its. Yeah, head. the perspective that I always get is that I'm like, oh, they're not traveling that fast off the line. Like the starting lights could go. And they're getting up to speed. By the time they hit the third corner, I'm like, okay, they're up to speed. But no. Mm-mm. What did uh, Crofty say? Like 160 miles an hour by the time he was on his head?
2: That's so crazy. Oh,
0: 160.
1: I mean, it's a matter of what, a few hundred feet yeah. from the
0: starting line. I mean, it's probably what, like three, 400 feet. Yeah. yeah. And also his head is just, his helmet is just scraping on that gravel. Right. It's nuts. It's so nuts. We were commenting at how calm and like nonchalant the announcers were about it. Because obviously during Roman's crash, they were like, there was a huge hush because you just could not ignore that. But it's funny. It's like the way they talked about it made it kind of sound like it was nothing.
2: Well, and the lack of
0: replay is never good in motorsport. Yeah. Well, even after the replay, they're like, oh, and he tumbled and oh, wow. Well, it looks like he was nudged and they're not even talking about how this guy just flew like (laughs) a quarter mile. (laughs) Well, well, and you know, what was interesting
2: is the, you know, something about George also exiting his car and this is a very interesting take, right? So George being obviously the cause of the collision, uh, he squoze. Pierre Pierre had nowhere to go, and so they touched wheels. George made contact with Joe. Joe flips over and lands on his head, and both Pierre and George's cars are, are fairly trashed from the exchange, but yeah. not, not horrendous. Um, <clears throat> George could have continued. Mm-hmm. With a flat tire, you saw Ocon go around on a flat. Yeah. You saw Sonoda driving around with a broken wing, and so... George could have driven the car on three wheels, as we saw in Lewis, finish a race that way, yeah. Back to the garage and had it repaired and been ready for the race to restart. But because of George's involvement and in his, uh, I mean, I think any of us in our nature would want to do what George did. Yeah. He unbuckled, ran across the gravel to check on Joe to make sure that he could a assist him or b just ensure that he's all right. The Punch FIA. Him. Punch him.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, or... Or to get revenge for ending his race. <laughs> we don't we don't know what's going on in his mind. It's definitely been a long season thus far of P5s. Yeah. So this
2: was his first opportunity mm. to land one, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. But, uh, but no, so the FIA ultimately ruled that because he had turned the car off and exited the car, that he was not going to finish the race. This is a... Is that a rule? It is a rule. It is a proper rule. And so... Here's where that's interesting. I think that that's kind of like living a little bit too much by the law as opposed to the reason the r- the law was written. There was tons of time in the red flag. George could have gotten the car going, right. driven it back to the pit lane, right, and done everything he needed to to qualify as a like, re-enter the race. Yeah. Now, back in the 90s and stuff, there was times where they would have backup cars and Mika Hakkinen had a they had a crash at the beginning of spa a few years ago and he tried to jump into another car and get going again, but then the medical staff was like, you gotta you gotta go check in and make sure that you're good. Like you just had a pretty big impact before you can go back out. Okay. And uh, and so they started putting rules and regulations in between drivers and restarting a race that way. Interesting. Mm. But I feel like in this scenario it was like flat tire. How in the world could they rule that as like, nah, you're DNF.
1: It yeah, just right. seems
2: like a little too strict on something that didn't mm, make sense. But it's good tough, to
1: see Mercedes held to some rules. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's definitely true. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I can't we'll feel bad for our, Mercedes. We'll take our little
0: victories with yeah. Mercedes as we can get them.
1: As the race moved on, Haas kind of crept up and then stuck up in the top 10. Yeah, they did. Oh, so fun. So cool. And then those last 10 laps after that safety car. Yeah. We crazy, the best
2: jostling I've seen in f one maybe ever, yeah, I think they've like we've said it before, but Silverstone proved this car is the best f1 car they've ever made, yeah, it proves really good close racing, and as like Charles and signs are going for it, like you said, everyone just entered
0: the chat, you just yeah. had like yeah. nine
2: cars all dicing, yeah it was Perez that Muscled out. Who who was it that it he was muscled? like Chucky and Lewis? Yeah, and then Lewis
1: snuck around and got ahead of them, and then they all jostled again. It was crazy, man. And then by the time they had all like sorted themselves out and had stopped, kind of like actually racing and passing each other, the action continued with Mick trying to pass Max for a couple laps, and it got really scary near at one point when he was like on the curb. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, don't. No,
1: Mick, no. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting Maybe there yelling don't. at my TV.
2: I was like, Max is still going for a championship. Yeah. He will bite your head off. Yeah. Don't, don't.
0: Yeah. You're good. We're good here. Eight's <laughs> great. P yeah. eight's great. It was. it was interesting information to see that a Haas is about as good as a, like a lightly crippled Red Bull. Right. That is crazy. He couldn't take Max. Yeah. He was on his back for a long time. hmm I don't know. Maybe Kevin could have done it, but I really, I think he, he raced really, really well. He took a lot of opportunities, but they were really well matched, and that was with a wrecked floor. I think you know? it was the straight
2: line speed, and that's something that they've been talking about with Red Bull is that the advantage they have on most of the field is that the car is just insanely fast on the straightaways. And where Silverstone has a lot, Yeah, I think that the Haas could definitely hang with it in the corners. Yeah, given that it was broken, and you mentioned that Cops is like the fastest corner in all of the. It's one of the sport. fastest of the on the calendar for sure. Huh. And so, yeah, and I mean, even to speak to that, uh, I think it was Lewis and Leclerc that went through Cops completely side by side and also completely <laughs> yeah. flat. Yeah. And I was I, I, like, I'm I, having flashbacks. Dude, me too. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Lewis is on the inside. Yeah. This is scary. Yeah, I was you like, know?
1: if I was Leclerc, I'd watch my yeah. back. Yeah. Because Leclerc might accidentally go right into Lewis uh, uh, and, and crash himself <laughs> into a
0: wall. <laughs> He's like, he huh? needs to know that that is a temptation for drivers when they get in the cop's corner <laughs> with Lewis, which is just to end their race and risk their lives yeah. at no fault of Lewis's. Yeah, of <laughs> course. So he, of course. It's good good on him for watching his own back. You know,
2: again, two people who definitely deserved driver of the day shout outs are, well, like, of course, Mick, Man. of Man. course, Man. Mag. He didn't get it though. He didn't. Perez ended up winning it. But but here's the thing about Perez. Perez had a terrible race and he recovered to second. Yeah, I mean, he really deserved it. Yeah, he drove great. Kevin, uh, we haven't even mentioned Kevin's race. Kevin Magnuson finished in the points. He finished 10th. So huge in that way. The fact that Charles drove that race as well as he did and they never replaced his front wing. He had no end plate for the entire race.
0: Benotto, man. (laughs)
2: What is he doing? Well, under the safety car, they could have done it, but he would have lost positions. He would have lost time. And so ultimately, I think at the end of the race, because there was a safety car, he was more of a sitting duck that they hadn't replaced the wing at that point. Yeah. If he had made his way back from the positions that they'd replaced the nose or whatever, I think Mm -hmm. he could have had a shot at the win. But he was definitely a a wounded, in-battle
1: car. Sometimes I feel like Chuck is just really underneath Bonotto's thumb like really submissive right at the end of the race there's that clip of Bonotto talking to Chucky and he's got that pointer finger yeah uh, Crofty and like <laughs> Brundle or whoever was talking they're like oh he's getting a talking to for talking back about the pit stop strategy or whatever and how they messed it up right but then after Charles they asked him like well, what was Bonotto talking about he's like oh he was just you know uh, reassuring me, help me, you know, cope with the loss or whatever. Just like encouraging me, make me feel good or whatever. And I was like, ah, that's not what that face was. Yeah, He was getting like a, don't you dare yeah. question Italian Ferrari strategy. And it's like, I dude, do. it almost appears that way. Science is at first. Yeah. yeah. Car- and- Carlos <laughs> mouthed off big time.
0: That, and that <laughs> is very much worth mentioning is that Carlos got that win. This is a long-standing conversation, at least on this podcast, and I think in F one generally, right? Which is when to not disobey orders, but yeah, disobey orders, yeah. And for me, it started with Bottas, right. who wrecked his own career, I think, right, by just being passive and just kind Too of taking, submissive, super submissive, not taking any. A great driver in a great car that just said yes, okay, every time, but he would fume about it, but he would never just say no and today we saw an amazing example of carlos who, who for those uh, that missed it so it was leclerc then carlos then lewis at the restart ferrari asked signs to give 10 car lengths which is the maximum amount of... Which is known in the US as a country mile. <laughs> right, especially on a race. Uh, uh, it's ridiculous. The request yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, which is the maximum distance you can put between two cars at a, at a start. And uh, he just said no. He said, don't ask me to do that. Don't ask me to do that. This, <laughs> don't ask me to <laughs> do that. Well, and he just said no. He's like, No. No, yeah, no, you you, you, you cannot it. you cannot ask me to do this. No please. no, please. And he ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, no comprende.
1: No comprende. Yeah. No comprende, no <laughs> speaking no,
2: English. No entiendo ni no, si te atlino. <laughs> You're right. And I think that the other side of this is that, like, here's where I'll give Toto a slight nod here.
0: Okay. Toto's, Watch it.
2: Toto is a <laughs> aggressive shark, and he knows uh, business. Yeah. And Botas was Always a 12-month subscription package.
0: Um, he always had a
2: one-year deal. So if Botas d- didn't listen, he was on thin ice yeah. for his contract at Mercedes. Carlos has a multi-year extension at Ferrari. So he's sitting in that seat going, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> you pay you pay me to be a race car driver, I'm here to race. Like Vettel right. kind of stuff, Yeah, for Ferrari. Exactly. So with a one-year deal, Toto
0: knew that he was... If Bottas didn't obey orders, he was playing with fire, dude. Props to Signs for doing that. Understandable from Bottas, somewhat. Yeah, it is funny to recognize that. Yeah, like a Mercedes, it's like a celebrity team, right? The people that are on there, you know, the second seaters. Tom Cruise was team principal today (laughs) for Mercedes. He really was. Team (laughs) principal. I was like Toto, just Just give him your seat. I didn't see Toto. I saw once.
1: (laughs) There was a guy that looked like a shrunken Toto that was in the in the paddock like did you see that guy dried out sunken shrunken (laughs) sun-dried tomato toto it was like oh we forgot toto this guy just get him in there (laughs) everyone will be looking at tom cruise they won't know that toto is actually five feet now will you will you screenshot (laughs) that and put it on the show totally i'll find that i'm like i saw a lot of
2: bono today which i feel like they don't normally show bono yeah but i saw a lot of bono Bono next
0: to cruise
2: yeah at least you too bono No, (laughs) Bono is tired.
0: Uh, Bono, my tires are gone.
2: Lewis is uh, 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 an engineer, race engineer.
0: Bono, my tires (laughs) are gone. Yeah, Tom Cruise
1: was calling a lot of good shots
0: today. He he called a ton of shots. Massive strategy. What was your favorite shot that Tom called? That three pointer that he hit. Oh my gosh, he was like hit the three pointer and then boom, they hit it. And then George Russell hit it. Yeah, he hit that man. He dunked (laughs) it right on Joe's head, dude. Uh, That was sick. And that was Tom Cruise that did that. <laughs> I think one of the things that
2: was so funny too is like they, the, the race was over and everyone's kind of, you know, taking their helmet off, putting their hat on and doing like the pre, you know, you've got signs and you've got uh, Perez kind of doing that in the normal format. Lewis kind of wanders off to his dad and his brother. And then like right, oh no, right there, they zoom out a little and... Uh, and Tom Cruise is right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like Hey, hey Tom, uh, I don't think he wants to talk right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Top Gun Maverick yet, buddy? <laughs> I know what it's like to go fast. People say these cars are like jets. <laughs> I can fly a jet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Speaking next up. time I get <laughs> in that car. <laughs> Speaking of, have you seen Top Gun Maverick yet? Tom, I already told you, that. yes it. Uh Yeah, it was great to see (laughs) him there.
0: But it's good to see Tom Cruise hustling that movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I did notice that Mick had said in qualifying and practice, the car had little issues. That's why they didn't qualify higher. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, well, so something that you asked me on the last episode
2: that mm-hmm. I didn't have a great answer for it t- turned out to be totally false. So let me clear that up really fast. This weekend did see a number of upgrades for every team, and Haas had one. So Haas Under changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was a different part of last week's episode. Oh, okay. Uh, Haas did bring a new front, or the front wing end plates were different. So they did upgrade a component on the car. But as you do, you have new data. You have to change the setup because now you have a different balance, right? Not
1: license plates. What are the plates?
2: (laughs) An end plate being the end of the sides of the wing on the front. And I wonder if that has gotten Mick these points. It may have, you know, and then the other thing is too, is that it, the they struggled in the wet where they said that, I, I listened to an interview with Kevin, uh, and Kevin's response was that our car has been really good in the wet, but on tracks that are very different to Silverstone, hmm. and so they felt that the car was just slightly better in like a place like Canada than it was here, hmm. and so, uh, they, but they still made it happen, and uh, it That's was cool. a completely dry race, which I know was not
1: in the forecast, so... I see Haas as like like a going bowling and putting the bumpers up where they are. <laughs> we're going for a strike, but we slowly hit the bumpers. It's like, oh, we need to fix this, this, but we're still going yeah. towards our goal. And it was great to see them both in the points. And it's like, oh, we're still going. Yeah. Now we're gonna get qualifying down. Then we're both gonna stick up in those points and. They're going to be they're still they're competitive. I think yeah. Aston Martin is see- bowling without <laughs> without the bumpers. <laughs> and they're throwing curves
2: and I then swear they, they just McLaren. keep it, Yeah, it's gutter balls for both McLaren <sighs> and Aston Martin, but
1: I'm glad that Haas has the bumpers. Do you think Max is scared that Mick is going to be fighting him the rest of the season? <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he is in a just a
0: stone throw away from that win. Mick. Yeah, for for real. For real.
2: It was a valiant effort to battle the, you know, reigning world champ the way that he did that. Yeah. it really was
1: so entertaining.
0: Yeah, it, it was great watch, to see.
1: There's a great video that Haas pointed of the mechanic garage watching him battle Max because oh, yeah. they're losing their minds. I'm sure they're tripping. And then, <laughs> and then when he doesn't like get around and they like all breathe a sigh relief, like oh. But then they're still freaking out but because like, he's still in it's still the, the Still a great result. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, was so great.
0: Fun. Yeah, was we great. can't. Forget, I like the bowling analogy. It's just because I love bowling. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. So so actually, we this were seems- actually all bowling together only a few months ago. Yeah,
1: for yeah. Mike's Mike's birthday.
0: Um, we can't forget that this is Haas's. This is kind of Haas's first season in a lot of ways. It's like their first season. Well, it's everybody's first
2: season. But when you consider that Haas says the budget and the size that they are. Yeah,
0: and that they had such poor seasons leading up to this. They had such a successful first few races that at least I think all of us were like, oh my gosh, we're doing it. And yeah, it's, that analogy works. They went super hard and hit these bumpers, but we're they're still in the game, man. Right. They're a developing team. Alonso being in the top five shows that Alpine has
2: really increased their strength but Alpine, no wonder they were so mad and they have been this year with Haas because it's just, it is embarrassing to be as yeah. huge as yeah. they are yeah. <laughs> and to have Haas nipping at their heels would be super irritating. It's like a Doberman
1: <laughs> being bit by a chihuahua. It's like, go away. What I loved yeah. after the race, uh, there was lots of good coverage of Haas because of course that last couple of laps was Mick versus Max. But then right after the race, Mick crossed the line and it was just straight to the Haas garage and Gunther. Yeah. And I just love every time Haas gets airtime, especially Gunther. Yeah, for it, sure. He's it, so freaking happy. Oh, like, just yes. the biggest yes. grin. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're not it.
0: flexing Gunther enough. Yeah. You know what? He's we their, aren't either. He's yeah. their pride. We aren't flexing he's Gunther, Gunther enough mad either. God. Gunther <laughs> enough either.
2: Well, they, they did post about him after the race and he did once again get a Steiner ship upgrade. Yeah, after this weekend, so
1: that's well. One thing I did notice about the F1 account is that they posted, you know, Carlos Sainz win, and then they posted Mick's points. Right? It's like that was the biggest news from Formula One. Just as big as everyone loved that Mick was getting points. Uh, Let's we need more Haas fans to realize they are Haas fans. That's what it is. Truly, everyone is a Haas boy. You just need to realize it.
2: Here's a critical part of that. Actually, what are two things that I feel like everybody has been like impatiently waiting for for this season. Uh, the iPhone 14. Baja Blast. Uh, uh, yes, Mexican pizzas out. Yeah. to come out, which they did and then they sold out. And this is a sensitive Mick- topic. The McRib. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. None of that Mackie Donks. Mm. We have a signs win, which I feel like was very anticipated. Everyone was wondering when it would come and a Mick Schumacher in the points. Mm-hmm. I feel like all season, these have been kind of two things that everyone has been very...
1: F1's
2: Hotly anticipated, yeah, and so uh, awesome that it happened in the same gra- race. Yeah, this yeah. is a great
1: episode. I am glad the writers finally <laughs> wrote that into this episode. Yeah, yeah. so we glad were, Netflix finally like, gave the gifted. Mick. Was like waning there yeah. for a second. We're
0: they back. wrote in those Mick points, uh-huh. Mick getting points, and we're back. Yeah, Angela Net- has a scooter. Yeah,
1: Netflix is really it's, people pleasing. We got to give somebody a raise for the scooter thing. <laughs> Controversial topic. Um Are we okay sacrificing? one F1 driver like we did Joe for both Haas to get in the points. Oh. Uh, yeah. As long as it's from another team. Of course. <laughs> Do you mean like actual sacrifice? Like he doesn't. That's kind of what I felt. I was like, oh no, Joe might be hurt. I was like, but... Oh. <laughs> That's one car out of the way. <laughs> I'd sacrifice up to like a Gasly.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sergio though, if we went without Sergio... Pedro Gassioso. I... Ew, mm. I, I <laughs> No way! Have you heard about that? That's
1: funny. Another it says l- his
2: nickname in a newspaper, and I think it was Spain. Or oh, that's
1: super funny, <laughs> guys! Another <laughs> thing. <laughs> Latifi almost got points. Yeah, that was close. Oh, really close. <laughs> Too close for comfort for he, the Hos boys. <laughs> you know. You know what? You
2: know what about that though? He he didn't. So what else happened?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kevin is going to be so sad. There was no plan yeah. L. <laughs> yeah, no plan L this time. Shifting gears. <laughs> 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 the American shift gears. Badrogassio saw. All right, we're gonna start off. Who should we start off with first? Oh man. I mean, the biggest news biggest. for the fan base. The biggest Hoss Boys news. We got some drunk mail over the weekend. As requested. As requested. Oh, yeah. We're gonna play you some clips from the best one we got. Yeah, here we go. This is from Henry Wallace. In England, somewhere, I want to say Goldbury. Maybe it's Pauls- Coltonsburg? Palsbury is Paulsbury. <laughs> in the, the Paul, Shire, Palsbury <laughs> of the Shire upon of, of Greensbury. Yes, He's from
2: Northamptonshire.
1: Northamptonshire. Oh, Gletsch- is he really? Gletsch- I have no idea. Gletsch-
0: oh, okay, okay.
1: Gl- Glikens- um, we've definitely offended him enough yeah, to yeah. play this. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> now, here it comes,
2: gentlemen. It's Friday night, so the sun weekend. I've had some drinks. What's my favourite song? You guys said,
1: uh, if you wanted to chat to anyone uh, about being a house boy wearing a house, represent, I'm willing to chat. I only have one uh, condition, is that you refer to me as Sir all the time. I require
2: nothing less, but also...
1: Love you guys. See, great. So, Thanks. Sir Wallace, we will now oh, wow. we will now make sure to call you Sir Wallace. But thank you, yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you for sending in your drunk message, legit yeah. drunk message. Yeah, we've <laughs> got
0: we've got some good music going on in the um, background, blasting the Titanic theme. The Titanic theme. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure if it Silverson. was his
2: phone or if it was a bad recorder version, <laughs> yeah. but something seemed
0: a little bit out of place on the Titanic theme. Yeah, I just want to say that I'm just way more of a house boy after watching that. I feel inspired. Doesn't he look like a pit crew? He does with
2: that nice, he's got the, the uh, ingenious shit. Sir Wallace, you've got a promising
0: Hank. future as a pit crew member for Haas. <laughs> if nothing else. Yeah. And <laughs> if we don't get you in as an honorary pit crew member for Haas <laughs> Racing, we have
1: Why are we doing this? Yeah. I don't think there's no. much of a goal to this at all yeah. if there is not that success. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank you, Sir Wallace, for sending in your drunk message. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please, if you're listening, you want to send us in more drunk messages, feel free to do so yeah. on voicemails. Yeah, you, you guys have no idea
2: what joy it brings us. Max texted me immediately <laughs> and said, Go on Instagram and watch what Henry sent. <laughs>
1: uh, we I were was dying. also in the same room as Parker, and I wanted to show <laughs> Parker, but Parker was playing Tower Defense. <laughs> War, Warcraft Three don't, Tower Defense. Don't tell people this. But a team was this. relying on him. Yeah, I, I was. I, I had a. I had a team up.
0: relying on me. The team
2: depends on and it.
0: Max is trying to show me this thing. I'm getting chatted up. I'm sort of at the back of the pack. I'm trying to. <laughs> I had. I you. Okay, guys, listen. You have 20 seconds per round. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Keep sending them in to us. And as Mike mentioned last week, we love
1: getting listener questions, and we'd love to get. Get voice memos send them to us either at uh, dot gmail.com or hosboys instagram i think you can go on our website hosboys.com and um is that the name yeah hosboys.com yeah. we could throw a little widget on hosboys.com yeah. that they could upload totally yeah. yeah we'll we'll put our engineers on that i think we have some interns now don't
2: send us any viruses yeah
1: oh, um, nice but speaking of guys and people writing into the, the podcast, <laughs> speaking, the of, guys, just speaking of guys, <laughs> yeah, no viruses, Mike. <laughs> Don't send them. Last time is, it was bad. Uh, we got a question from someone we've never heard before. Um. This is Trevor. Okay. He says, hello, you three. I am 14 and looking to be an F1 driver. Yeah. However, I have no prior karting experience or racing experience. Would the door still be open? Thanks for making a good pod and have a good day. Yo, true. Yeah, nuts
0: up? Let's go.
1: Yeah. The first step in becoming a Formula 1 driver is to share this podcast with all your <laughs> friends. That's right. That'll <laughs> equate to many points that go towards your super license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Actually, that's that's completely false. But what do you think, Mike?
2: 14 years old? Some people might say it's too late. But as a fun fact, I actually do think that this would be a great time to start because you still have so much to learn and to gain. And I would say that these are pretty fundamental years in that. Uh, But also in that same breath, you might have heard of a gentleman. His name is Ken Block.
0: And if you haven't...
2: Google him, YouTube him. Uh, He drives rally cars and uh, was also the founder of DC Shoes. Okay. So after Ken had made all of his money selling skateboard shoes to people through the 90s, he decided he wanted to take up rally car driving. Ken was 40 years old when he started rally car driving. And then within the next decade became probably one of the most
1: influential race car drivers in the globe. And And one of the biggest
0: names in motorsport.
1: Oh yeah, ever. My uh, coworkers that don't know Formula One know Ken Block.
2: Right. He's definitely a huge internet sensation and was able to do that at a very late stage in his life. So yeah. I would say that there is never, ever a time where it is too late to start anything. And that's an example of that. But also there are so many avenues in motorsport where even if Formula One was out of reach for any reason... There's so many opportunities to still be
1: able to do something, especially if you have talent. So I say go for it. I think, um, yeah, there's there's lots of opportunities. I think Daniel Ricardo was nine years old when he started. Right. I mean, that's not that much younger than 14. No. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the best in the world right now. Right. Yeah. So...
2: Max is kind of more of the anomaly where Max started at like five or six or something. But his dad... Know?
1: His dad... But his dad
2: was a ra- yeah, his race car driver yeah. in, in the sport. A yeah. A former Formula
1: One driver. Yeah. We have so. an episode about how to become a Formula One driver. Yeah. Um, feel free to go back and listen to that. You might have some good ideas, but yeah. there's lots of avenues into it. Definitely. Um, and then... I don't know if you can't get into Formula One, but still want to be a race driver. There's so many other There's options. so many motorsport. And this is, see, Trevor's in a good spot because I just learned about motorsport two years ago. Right. I was like 33. <laughs> so and Max is on his way to driving Formula I'm, One. So if he can I'm do it. I'm on my way. I legit was so mad when I realized I this could have been an option for me. <laughs> right. And I'm like, am I too young? Am I too old? Like, yeah. am I going to make it? I was like, no, I'm, I, I get car sick. <laughs> he gets carsick okay. getting in the car. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, I scared Max when he bought his 944. He's like, oh, I haven't done that yet. Oh,
1: yeah. That was my favorite. <laughs> you yeah. were whipping that around. <laughs> oh, gotcha. gotcha.
0: <laughs> I've never done this before. I was like, yeah. oh, sorry. I didn't mean and to push it too." much. And then I <laughs> drove you
1: up to Salt Lake in it, and I was <laughs> pulling over 100 around the corner of the mountain, yeah. and I almost passed out.
0: Yeah, you
2: were like <laughs> freaking you out. You're <laughs> like, I'm getting a little like hallucinations over here. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Just I just hadn't been in a car that low going that fast. Uh. Anyway, there's so many other motorsports out there. If you can't get into like the Formula One world, yeah, even just like NASCAR, IndyCar, fun like rally car, local rally car racing that you can buy an old car, fix it up yourself, and karting in general
2: is still something that they even do through adult ages. You know, competitive karting is a very fun thing, mm. and they have really good leagues for it. That some of them are spec. And then some of them are those kind of more Formula One type of karting teams where you have to engineer your own kart and Mm. get speed that way. But anyways, there's
1: tons of opportunities. So like he potentially could join a league that he doesn't have to maintain a car and own a car?
2: Yeah, they have different leagues and some of them have different specifications, different rules. You definitely still want a race engineer or somebody who's a mechanic that knows how to work on it and improve it when the balance isn't right and you can't go through corners as fast.
0: But you can partner with people. You can always partner with somebody yeah. young like you that's yeah, and hungry. You're and, not alone. And get scrappy. There's a then. lot of people that want to yeah. do that. and Not just racers, but
1: engineers. Yeah, get scrappy, Trevor. And then there's also the new way of getting into the sport of simulators. Like money. Online e-racing and then being like, oh, do you want to try to do it in a real car? Did you say money? <laughs> the new (laughs) idea be rich yeah there's a new way to get in the past few years which is money have your dad make a billion dollars (laughs) yeah
0: so Trevor talk to your dad (laughs) (laughs) just a quick chat sit him down
1: Um. Yeah. Great question. Thanks for writing in. So exciting, Trevor. We're gonna be
0: keep us updated, and we're gonna be watching you, Trevor. Yeah. Trevor's our new driver in training. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's gonna be joining Haas Boys Junior League.
1: Yeah, let yeah. Us know which how is it goes. not a thing that we have started yet, but we'll start it. Move to North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> and start I, racing a go kart around the Haas headquarters. Yeah, just in the parking <laughs> just the lot. Just CNC headquarters. <laughs> Get
0: a go kart and just start racing around yeah. the
1: parking lot in Annapolis. Yeah, and say.
0: I love you, Haas.
1: In in that weird German accent? I love
0: you. (laughs) I'm joking and I'm
1: very weird and fast. They're like, there's this German kid out there driving faster on the parking lot. Should we sign him? Get him in the car now. Better than Nikita. I mean, he's... (laughs) (laughs) He's like fast. (laughs) Uh, We'll keep you updated on Trevor's career. And Trevor, keep us updated. Thank you for sending that in. Anyone else, please, if you want, send us some questions. We love them. Follow us on Instagram. Share this uh, podcast with friends that you think would like Formula One. Um, we're having a good time. We're discovering Haas fans all over the place, bringing them all together. So continue to do it. Anything else with this episode?
2: No, I just really like you guys. It's fun. Oh, so fun.
0: Uh, Austrian Grand Prix. Oh, yeah.
1: Austrian Grand Prix is coming up, up. Next Sunday. Oh, yeah. Austrian Grand Prix. Oh, it's the Austrian Grand Prix, mate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the home
2: of Toto. Ah, uh, total. You're going to have more of this accent where everyone has a target on the back. Nice.
0: Can you give us a quick Spielberg about Spielberg? <laughs> about
2: Spielberg? You want to hear the Spielberg about Spielberg? And it is the Red Bull...
1: The home of Red Bull. The Red Bull ring. Mm, so Max has never lost there, correct? Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Max has never placed lower than first there.
2: But I don't think that the... Red Bulls have had a lot of success in Austria over the last Mercedes era. Mm. And so last season, I think, was the first time that Max had won it in quite some time. Which And and the crowd
1: is just orange. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. A sea of orange. Really
2: fun, hype crowd. Right. So it's a really cool track. Actually, uh, when I play simulator racing the red bull ring is one of my favorite tracks to race on it's very it's got elevation changes as everyone knows here that's one of my key components to a favorite race track is I that know, if it's got yeah if it's got hills and beautiful trees i'm all about it mm. so
0: austria has beautiful
2: trees and hills so yeah. it's really cool i think it'll be a great race I mean, but every race this year has been awesome.
0: And maybe we see an awesome battle between Sergio and Max yes. at their At their home. At their yes. Home. Yeah. Heels are alive. That, we were talking about this couple, a the couple of episodes of ago that perhaps it would be a Sergio-Max battle and it's, Shaping we're up. there.
2: Red Bull reliability has definitely started to put that fight into the hands of the drivers. Same with Ferrari reliability, but this week, both Ferraris finished. Still got 12 races
0: left, so. Got a nothing good season is set left. Yeah. Yep. So
2: ten rounds down, twelve to go. We're not yeah. still not quite halfway. And now that Kevin and Mick are
0: paddling up there, they could win every race. Yeah. They could yeah. get the championship. We're yeah. going We year. had a bunch of DNFs. Mick yeah. could win. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And uh, we're covering every race.
1: Thanks for joining us for it. Well, thanks for joining us for the episode today. We'll see you next week. Yeet. Bye. It's
0: one podcast. I only have one uh, condition, is that you refer to me as Sir...